up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Rap and Wrestle podcast. You guys know me. My name is Derek. You can follow Rap and Wrestle on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Rap and Wrestle. Check out all the episodes on Instagram, um, on YouTube, on uh, Apple Podcasts, anywhere you get all your streaming platforms. And today, a very special day. Got a very talented young man with me that's on the rise, literally. Gabriel Sky, what's up, bro? How you doing today, man? What's going on, man? Thank you for having me, bro. This is awesome. Yeah, man, definitely. Yeah, uh, man. You know, you are just uh, one of those young guys that are out there just killing it, man. And, you know, I was like, Thank I, I got to get game on. Um, you know, fresh off of uh, GCW Fight Forever. Um, how how was that whole experience? Like, tell me, like, because that was pretty historic, man. Just a 24-hour event. Uh, how was it being a part of the experience and how did you uh, how did you get contacted to be a part of it? Man, it, it was crazy. You know, the, the vibe was definitely different, especially because like, you know, not so many people do 24 hour wrestling shows like that. So for Game Changer to, to do something like that right now, especially the state that we're in and just provide a platform for young guys like myself and then, you know, to have veterans there like, uh, you know, Homicide and Redbeard and all these guys there. It was just, you know. It was really special. It was like a real special event, you know, like um, it's like it gives you like WrestleMania vibes almost, you know what I mean? Yeah. Especially yeah. the night before where you're just like, oh man, I can't wait to just like get there and just be in the rings, you know, doing my shit, you know what I mean? So mm -hmm. um, that was awesome, especially for me to be a part of that, to, to wrestle Ken Broadway, who's also on the rise right now, killing shit. Yeah. Um, that was awesome. Um, yeah, man, just the whole vibe of everything was, was great, you know? Um, VXS is on the rise, so to be a part of their block at 5 p.m. for Rockstar Nights, that was great. And, you know, everybody there was just on their toes, everybody stepping up. So it's like, you know, there's no room for error. There's no room for, you know, small mistakes and stuff like that. It was like, all right, this is a worldwide platform. We're going 24 hours. We got, you know, tens of thousands, hundreds, maybe hundreds of thousands of people watching us. It was like, all right, it's go time, you know? And I feel like that's exactly what we did out there, man. It was great. Yeah, definitely. You guys, uh, you definitely killed it. Um, and um, how did, from you looking at your uh, performance, how did, how do you think you, you did, you know, from the outside, it looked amazing. And, uh, you know, just to show respect, you know, between you two at the end of the match was also amazing. Uh, but, you know, personally, how do you feel that the match went? Um, I feel like, I feel like we killed it, man. I feel like we really killed it. I feel like uh, for me and Ken, us both just, you know, two kids from New York who just want to be the very best. For us to go out and do that, I feel like we really stood out. And we we just, you know, killed shit, you know what I mean? Like, I, I wanted to just bring the very best out of him, and I know he wanted to bring the very best out of me. So it was like, you know, I wanted to hit everything that I know people would remember and look back on and show respect for. You know what I mean? Like, wrestling is an art form in itself. So for us to go out there and uh, tell a story, about that, about these two kids fighting to be the best. And then, you know, for Ken to have wrestled two previous matches before that, man, like a lot of respect for that too. So honestly, I, I think, I think we really killed it, man. It almost like doesn't hit you till a few days later. Yeah. You know what I mean? After being on such a big event like that and then having such a, a, you know, a good match like that, that stood out. Like, it's almost like, damn, like I really did that, you know? So mm -hmm. I, I'm, I'm proud of that match. I'm proud of my work that we did on, on Saturday. Yeah, you got you guys definitely stood out on you know a pretty historic event. So that that definitely says a, a lot for you guys to have been able to accomplish that for sure. Um, you know, for you, you know, getting into wrestling, uh, 
you know, we all have a, a love for wrestling. The thing I love about wrestling so much, and even um, about music so much and hip hop, uh, we all develop our love for it differently. Um, you know, for you, how did you, how did that love for wrestling start for you? And also on the, the opposite end, how did your love of hip hop start as well? Um, so when I was, uh, when I was growing up, I was kind of just always like around wrestling. Um, my parents are both big fans of wrestling. So when I was a kid growing up, I was always watching Monday Night Raw with my dad. And, um, even just growing up, I had a bunch of brothers in the house, you know, naturally we all gravitated towards wrestling. So we just, we always had like wrestling merchandise, the toys, the, the video games, the shirts, all that kind of stuff, going to the live events and stuff. And just like after being around it so much, I think like maybe right before high school, I was like, you know, like I really want to do this. Like if these guys can do it and these guys are killing it on a worldwide stage, like that really inspired me seeing, you know, I don't know, just so many wrestlers like uh, Jericho and Daniel Bryan, and CM Punk, you know, John Cena, Eddie Guerrero, like all those guys inspired me growing up. So I was like, man, like if these guys could do it and they were told no, and they still did it and they still went out and killed it. I want to do that too. And uh, to answer that hip hop question, you know, growing up in the city, I grew up in Queens. So, um, you know, everybody, I had a bunch of friends that liked wrestling too. And, you know, just being in that environment in the city, you always hear like different mm -hmm. sounds, different music. And like, I always heard like uh, Biggie and like Wu-Tang and, you know, Tribe Called Quest, all these like great hip hop, influences i was just like man like growing up like you, you start to appreciate it more and as i got older i was like man like this is this music is amazing and like hearing that hearing the passion that they put into that i almost like put that into my wrestling and i was like, man like especially especially when you listen to wu-tang like you can't help it you know what i yeah, mean yeah. so yeah it's just you know always followed me that you know between that and rock and roll always like pushed me to move forward yeah that that's pretty dope you know i always look at new york and i always always think of like you you get different sounds of music like uh, around you know the world um you know like you know down south has their sound uh the west coast has its sound you know new york has a you know a typical sound but the thing i like about like the east coast and new york is that there's so many different sounds inside of new york itself so it's like you can hear some you can hear 10 different rappers and they all rap 10 different ways and it's it's always amazing like there's always creativity built in uh new york it's, it's just so amazing yeah man no, it definitely is that's why it's such like a, a melting pot even now like you know i still i still listen to that early influence of like new york rap new york hip-hop like you know nas mm -hmm. like goes without saying bro like he still has like such a such a big influence on hip-hop and like how people look at it and even outside the city like you know west side gone from upstate benny the butcher like all those guys man like it, it, it's crazy and the, and the fact that they have that combined with wrestling the fact that like west side gun makes songs that correlate yeah. with wrestling, like it's just so dope man i love it yeah it's definitely definitely dope um for you when what was the point where you decided like uh i'm gonna take it seriously i'm gonna go start training uh, like, what was that moment for you? How did you you actually get involved and get into, like, your first training? Um, Honestly, I, I, like, looking at it from the outside in, before I even started, I kind of knew, like, you had to, if you wanted to move up and you wanted to 
to be on, you know, these big stages and to really advance in your career, you had to take it seriously. I think for me watching it as a kid, I watched uh, Jericho's documentary when I was like 11 or 12. And I remember watching it and seeing how much work that he had put into it, the fact that he was going to the gym every day. He was always watching tape. He was going to these other countries and getting his name out there. I was like, all right, so that's how much work I have to put in when I start this. And I remember all throughout high school, I was always, you know, trying to go to the gym every day as much as I could. Um, I was involved in track and field for a little bit. I was involved in the amateur wrestling for a little bit. And like, I wasn't excelling in those, but I knew that just because I wasn't excelling and like doing as great as some of these other athletes were, I was like, all right, I could take what I learned here and put it into wrestling set. Once I graduate, you know, I'll work harder than anybody else. And when I was 17, as soon as I graduated, I was like, all right, this is what I'm gonna do. Every day I was in the gym, watching tape, taking down notes, always asking people for advice, you know, no matter who it was, I I was just trying to get my foot in the door and really move up so that at a young age, I could continue to progress and move forward, you know? So I was just always doing that. Yeah, definitely. You know, I'm always impressed when, um, you know, guys who are high flyers and can do all these amazing moves, flips, and, you know, dives through the whatever you know all that great stuff that we love um you know it all i've never thought though about this you know some people just like just know how to do flips and all this crazy stuff like how did you personally how did you become a high flyer is it just like you just like hey i just started doing flip like how did how does that happen for somebody (laughs) um honestly sometimes it just starts from like watching videos on youtube right like you you would watch like Rey Mysterio or like guys back then like Evan Bourne and that kind of stuff and like yeah. I'm just like damn like that looks crazy maybe I should try that and like one day I just tried like a kip up in my backyard and I like nailed it and I was like I wonder what else I could do so I was just like doing like these like cartwheels like these front headstands like landing on my feet trying to do these backflips into my pool and stuff and like oh, as man. I was doing that I was like man, like, if I really go through this wrestling thing, like, I could do some, I could do some cool shit, like, I could do these flips and all that kind of stuff, and then mm-hmm. once I started wrestling and trying to integrate that, and, like, the more I practiced it, like, the more you practice anything, you'll get better at it, you know, nothing's always clean on the first try, but, like, the more I was practicing it and, like, realizing, you know, that athleticism I hadn't really honed in other sports yet, I could hone in wrestling, I was like, all right, so I could do a moonsault, I could do 450, you know, it was all just about, like, timing and practicing but it really started when I was a kid just trying to do a kip up you know <laughs> crazy yeah it's crazy yeah. I always wonder man it's like just pe- some people got it some people don't it's like <laughs> you always wonder like what's the difference between them yeah um, it's crazy uh something I uh, something I saw too that I was like uh so surprising um that you were part of yams day right yeah man yams day yeah tell yams me how, how did how did that opportunity arise and how was that experience? It looked like it was wild, like it was crazy. How, how was that experience? <laughs> Man, it was, uh, it was honestly just one of those things like you don't expect to happen, you know. Um, I was actually on the road to go and train out in Jersey, CZW, with uh, my mm-hmm. tag team partner, Tristan Ty. Yeah. Um, we were on the road there, and I got a phone call from someone that was doing, uh, like, a ring crew set up to set up the ring in the Barclays Center that day for ASAP Rocky's concert. And they called me, and they were like, uh, you know, like, we're looking for wrestlers. Like, we need a match to happen on the show. Uh, it's going to be in Barclays Center. Like, there's going to be a 
like 20,000 people here. Like, would you be interested in doing it? And at first I answered it and I was like, this is a joke. Like, there's no way this is going to happen. You know what I mean? So I was like, I was like, ah, uh, I don't know about it. And then just, we kind of just left it at that. I kind of just, honestly, I just hung up and then, uh, they called me back and they were on FaceTime with me and they were showing me the whole arena, just the whole setup. And they're like, yo, like, if you don't do this, like, we'll call somebody else. Yeah. And I just looked at my boy, Tristan Ty, and we were just looking at each other like, I'm gonna have to go and do this right now. <laughs> so we just uh, rerouted the GPS, went to the Barclays Center. And man, like that, that vibe was different. Like I had never experienced like uh, something like that to where it's like, same thing, like you're mashing hip hop, with wrestling on this grand stage, 20,000 people, all these media outlets watching. It was just, it was just crazy. And um, for me to go out and do that, especially I was like maybe 19 at the time, like it was crazy. And, you know, everybody there, like uh, Tyler Creator was there, ASAP Rocky, uh, Ghostface, Flatbush Zombies, all these dudes were there for me to be like, listen to have listened to their music and then just see these dudes in the ring while I'm wrestling. I was like, yo, this is a trip right now. You know, that yeah. whole vibe, man, that whole night was lit, man. It's crazy. Yeah, I can, I can imagine, man. It just, it sounds like it was, uh, it was nuts. Um, it really did, was like just you, a big party, you know? That's yeah, really what it you, was. You got, do you get any time to, like, can you, like, actually talk to the talent or was it not even, like, enough time to even really do stuff like that? No, nah, there, there was, there was time, you know? There was times when we were in the ring and I was just chilling with them, uh, me and ASAP took a picture, I think, like right after oh, wow. hit like a frog splash, and he hit a stunner on the on the dude, and uh, yeah, that was crazy, man. And like the fact that they're such big fans too, to where you you have this match, and then after they're like, "Yo, that was so dope!" Like I love mm -hmm. wrestling and all this kind of stuff. Like, how do you feel? Like it was just like, man, like the fact that we can relate on that scale to where it's like, "Yo, I really love your music," for you know ASAP Rocky to be like, "Yo, I really love wrestling." Like it was just like. Mm. This is wild. Yeah, that's dope. That's 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 pretty nuts, man. That's yeah, that's like man. my ultimate goal. My ultimate goal is to have like something like a Yams Day that's like just uh, yeah, hip hop performances. I think that would just be so dope, man. We definitely need more events like that, man. Like especially right now to, to bring the the culture together like that. Like it's amazing. The vibe, the whole vibe, just like being out there and like yelling and then having all these twenty thousand people yell back at you. I was like. This is crazy. You know, crazy. I love it. That's what I want to do every night, you know. So so for you, uh, Gabe, um, like what what are your goals for like this year? I know you're you're still young into your career. Um, you know, even though you are, you you're you're still killing it right now. But um, you know, what are what are your goals for you for like this year? I'll put it on a smaller base and like what are you trying to you know accomplish for the whole year of twenty twenty one? This year I really just uh I have a few goals, but uh, I really want to prove that I'm one of the best. I want to prove that I'm one of the best, and I want to prove that I'm one of the best on a national platform. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so many guys my age, we have a lot of similar experiences, whether we've been wrestling four years, five years. Some of these guys that are my age have been wrestling for more than half a decade, and um, I really just want to prove on a national platform or a national scale that – I'm one of the best. I want to prove that I can be someone that's at the forefront of this generation and that can help this, this wrestling youth movement and this culture just move forward. You know, yeah. I want to be a part of that. And um, I just want to create something that everybody will look back on years from now, even, you know, past when I'm done that people look back on and be like, man, like 
he really stood out. He really made a difference. He really inspired us. So that's what I want to do. I just, I just want to prove that I'm one of the best on a national platform, no matter where it is, man. Yeah, definitely. Um, you definitely can see uh, you're headed that way. Um, you know, for you, how do you, how do you feel like when you first started to where you're at right now, how do you feel like uh, you've progressed in that small amount of time? Um, it's always, it's always different to look back on. Like I actually, right before, I think maybe the day of the game changers show fight forever. I think that was the, the four year mark of when I had made my debut. Um, looking back, you know, just four years ago, I always wanted to be doing what I'm doing now and moving up and just, Mm -hmm. you know, each year has been so different from the last that it's like, you know, 2017, I just made my debut. 2018, I had just won, you know, my first few championships. 2019, I had done that. I had done Barclays, just like started blowing up. And 2020, same thing. I was always only moving forward. And now 2021 to be headed in that direction even more to where now I'm, I'm proving myself with other people that are my age and um, not even just that, but people that are on TV and getting all this national exposure, being some of the best. Um, it's it's crazy to look back on because four years ago I was like, all right, I want to be doing that. I want to be out there every night, um, giving 110 percent, no matter where it is, uh, just proving that uh, I can be one of the best. You know, I think I'm, I think I'm still on that route right now, and I can't wait to see where I'm at in just a year. You know. Yeah, man. Yeah, definitely. Um, what what would you say? What what would be advice that you would give to someone? that was where you were at four years ago, just getting started. What would you tell them and, you know, things to do and, you know, the way to go about themselves? I would tell them, don't let anybody tell you no, you know, don't let anybody tell you that you can't do it. Don't let anybody tell you that you're not good enough to get to, to here or to there. Um, work as hard as you possibly can. Cause at the end of the day, that's how, you're going to get rewarded. You have to put in, you're going to get out exactly what you put in. You know what I mean? Um, being in the gym every day, um, making yourself look like an athlete, standing out, um, always just being the best that you could be. That's, that's going to, for me in my experience so far, I feel like that's what's gotten me to this point right now. It's just every day, even without being in the ring all the time, Every day I put 110% into what I'm doing, whether it's being in the gym or watching certain matches, trying to break out my matches and seeing, okay, what can I do better? What shouldn't I do? What can I do more of? Um, what are people really paying attention to? Always learn to take criticism and reflect on what you can do to make yourself better, not just as a wrestler, but as a human, you know? So that's what I would say. Don't let anybody tell you no and just work as hard as you possibly can. Oh, uh, yeah. That's a very good advice. Um, are there uh, any opponents? I know we always have, you know, a wish list and, you know, fantasy booking and all that good stuff. Yeah. But is there anybody else that you're seeing out there on the, you know, indie scenes that you think is just killing it that you would like to get have a match with? Um, Right now, for me, at the top of that list, um we were supposed to have a match last year at a promotion, but just due to certain circumstances, <clears throat> due to certain circumstances, we weren't able to get it. Um, right now at the top of that list for me is Homicide. 
you know, have, yeah, I have a lot of appreciation and respect for what he's done and to come from that similar lineage of New York wrestlers that have mm-hmm. made their stamp on the, not even just this area, but in professional wrestling as a whole. Um, I have so much admiration and respect for that, that to be into, to, to step into the ring with him one-on-one, man, it would mean world to me. And I feel like if you really want to prove that you're the best, if you really want to prove that, you know, you're next up, whatever people are saying, you have to go through someone that's done all of that. You have to go through someone that's, you know, knock down the barriers that's been to the top before you have to go through a, a legend or veteran and uh, to do that with homicide would mean the world to me. Yeah, that would be amazing, man. Um, so far, let's say people that you've been in the ring with already, uh, is there a match that sticks out to you that, or that is always your favorite? Like if somebody said, you told somebody, Hey, I'm a wrestler. And they said, all right, show me your best match. What, what match would that be for you? Um, I would point them in the direction to me versus Tristan Ty yeah. from a BCW show that happened in Queens about almost two years ago at this point. You know, we did, we went out there and we just wanted to do the exact same thing that I've been saying before, just prove that we're some of the best. And, you know, for, for me to do that against, you know, my brother, my tag team partner, mm-hmm. you know, we were willing to go to, to any length to really prove that, to try to be the best and to try to, you know, show that, yo, like we're next, like this is going to be ours soon. You know, um, there's a point where we were just hitting each other so hard. It's like, you can't even feel it to where it's like, you hear the crowd, but it's like, you almost zone out to where it's like, you're back and forth, just bam, hitting each other, bam, bam. There's where it's like, that's competition right there. And that's what I love. So to do that against Tristan was like, you know, definitely one of my favorite matches that's something that i'll point to to a lot of people they're they're asking you know where can i see one of your best matches or what's one of your best matches one of your best opponents that match right there against tristan ty awesome awesome um you know you, you talk about tristan ty and you know you guys together above the rest and you know for you and you know you guys what does that mean or signify to you i know you, you said it's a lifestyle but you know, above the the rest and the catchphrase "fight or flight," what does the what does that mean to you specifically? Above the rest just uh, really means to constantly prove yourself. It's all about consistent elevation. You know, a lot of people say you're only as good as your last match or you're only as good as your next match. Above the rest, we're we're the best every single time that we step in there, no matter who it's against. You know, every time we're on a show, we stand out. And we show out no matter where we are. And we really had that moniker passed down to us through our trainer, Kono Capuccia, who's also been around for a long time. He's one of the the vets around here, one of the OGs in the scene. So for him to to pass that down to us and then for all of us, all three of us to come together as a stable and to call ourselves above the rest, like it really is a lifestyle, man. Like there's, there's nobody, there's nobody that can outwork us is really what it comes down to. And, you know, we can, we'll prove that any day. Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, when you're, when you're not wrestling, you know, or you're off time, I, I know you, you, you take it seriously. So I know you said when you're not wrestling, you're working on wrestling. But when yeah. you're not doing that, um, what are like some hobbies that you have or, you know, anything that you like to do when you're not wrestling? Um, same thing. I, I always try to watch like 
or like listen to like different hip hop music and just different music in general. Um, I'm really big into hip hop, as you said before. Uh, punk rock, alternative rock. I'm always trying to listen to like what's out there. Um, my boy Sam actually just recently put me onto a few bands that I've been listening to: Narrowhead, uh, Power Trip. Um, you know, just besides that, I'm always trying to listen to like even older rock. You know, The Smiths, Cure, um, all that. Like, what else do I? What else do I even do in my free time, man? I try to play <laughs> Nintendo Switch. <laughs> I try to play Nintendo, Nintendo Switch, Switch when I can. Yeah. All right. What you What you playing on Nintendo Switch? I've been trying to be Crash Bandicoot, man. Oh wow! Nice, nice, nice. Difficult, yeah. That's a classic. They remastered bro. it, so it's 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 like all like difficult and just like intricate now. It's where it's like you get stuck on a level for like a few weeks, and you're just like, ah, oh, I'm not playing this anymore. And then you go Crazy. back one day, on a random day, you're just like I can do it. So, yeah, man. Crazy man, dude. When when Crash Bandicoot was like coming out, man, I was probably like half your age, right? <laughs> that time, man. <laughs> crazy oh, um man, that's crazy so if somebody asked you you know there there's a lot of um there's always debate around this but if somebody asked you who is the best wrestler and who is the best hip-hop artist of all time what would your answer be to that the best wrestler of all time eddie guerrero eddie guerrero yeah. easily the best wrestler of all time there's like a lot of people say I don't know, like, it, it's difficult for me. It's a toss-up. It's like Eddie Guerrero, Shawn Michaels, because, like, you can't – there's no one that matches their charisma or their energy or their wrestling skills. So it's just, like, they're just so perfect for wrestling that you can watch one of their matches and just sit through it, and you're entertained every single second. Like, yep. that's what wrestling is all about. It's, like, the skill, the competition, the entertainment. Like, Eddie Guerrero, Shawn Michaels, I would say for sure one of those two. Hip-hop artists, oh, man. <sighs> I know it's tough. That's a tough oh, one. It's tough, man. <laughs> For a long time, I was saying Nas. For a long yeah. time, I was saying Nas just because, like, all the beats, like, just like everything he spits is just so, so like, exactly in his name. It's just nasty. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's what makes New York State of Mind such a classic. That's what makes Illmatic such a classic. Where it's like, now people will drop certain albums and people will be like, oh, this is the Illmatic of our generation. Yep. It's like nah, Illmatic was the Illmatic of its generation. Illmatic is the is the reason why so many people rap the way that they do now. Like Kendrick Lamar, mm -hmm. he raps. It's it's so weird to almost compare them, but it's like their styles are almost so different or, or so similar that it's the same thing. Like they just everything is just nasty. So I would have yeah. to say not. Nah. Yeah. I'll take it, Nas and uh, Eddie Guerrero. I'll take it. I'll take it. I yeah, like man. that. How, how <laughs> That's great a fire combo been? right there. Yeah, no, no, that is a fire combo. Uh, how great would it have been if we would have got to see Shawn Michaels against Eddie Guerrero, bro? Oh, dude, that's got to be, like, my number one dream match, man. That I always wanted to see that match. Dude, would have been that a classic. Would have been such a classic, man. Five stars easily. Yeah, you know, and uh, I see one of your uh, one of your things you like to do. You you do the Shawn Michaels pose. I I was gonna ask you, did you do that? <laughs> like in homage, you do that in homage to him. Is it is that where you got it from? Yeah, somewhat, somewhat. Yeah, um, I don't know. Sometimes you just gotta HBK on him. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> <laughs> you just gotta flex on him hard. <laughs> you gotta flex on him. I know. Um, you know, also something I, I saw you had that was pretty cool. Um, the Skyfall keychains. 
uh, who created those? And uh, if people want to get those, like how can they uh, purchase those? So my boy Dylan from Broken and Half Design, I actually designed those. He designs a lot of the stuff that's on my merchandise. Um, he designed the, the first few Gabriel Sky shirts that came out. He helped me put together the uh, black and gold Eddie Guerrero shots that I have now. He helped me put that together. Um, you can actually buy those through the link in my bio on Instagram, I believe. It's through Big Cartel. I think it's also on my Twitter, but you can buy that through those, through those links. And, uh, yeah, man, show some support, bro. <laughs> yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah. Um, now, I actually miss. We'll, we'll, we'll close up with this question right here, all right? So we know indie, indie wrestling is uh, – you know, it's it's saturated, especially here on the East Coast. We know we're spoiled. We have, you know, hundreds of companies yeah, over here, hundreds, uh, thousands of wrestlers over here. Uh, what is it that makes Gabriel Sky stick out from everybody else? Makes it, what makes Gabriel Sky stick out more than anybody else? There's no one that's going to have Gabriel Sky match better than me. There's only one Gabriel Sky. I think when people see my name on a, on a poster or an advertisement and they see that name, they're like, oh, Gabriel Sky, he might he might do some flying or he might be technical. He might be a brawler. I try to give every single one of those aspects my match so that people can walk away satisfied. People can walk away remembering exactly who I am and exactly what I've put into my matches and just into into my life and career as a whole. Um, I think no one's going to go as hard as Gabriel Sky in a card. That's just how I feel. Yeah. And I'm going to stick to that every single time I step into the ring. You're, you're not going to expect any less when you see me on a match graphic, on a, on a poster, in a tweet, anything like that. There's no one that's going to go harder than Gabriel Sky. That's just what I believe. Yeah, definitely. Facts. Um, for fans that want to follow you uh if you want to tell the merchandise over again as well um how would they connect with you on social media so you can find me on instagram and twitter at gabriel sky underscore um facebook you can find me just at gabriel sky um and my merchandise and all that kind of stuff it's going to be through my big cartel i believe it's like bigcartel.com slash gabriel sky or Whatever the link is, I'm not I'm not that great with social media. I'll be honest. I, anytime anytime I tweet or I, like I post, it's just do something. I'm like, oh, that caught my eye. I'll talk about that. <laughs> so you can find it through there, and um, any booking inquiries or anything that kind of stuff, you can always hit me up on social media as well. Awesome, awesome, yo, Gabriel Sky. I really appreciate you taking this time out, man, and talking to me. Uh, everybody, make sure you follow Gabriel Sky. Check him out. This man is a human highlight reel, like for real. He, he's amazing in the ring. Uh, and definitely make sure you follow uh, Rap and Wrestle at Rap and Wrestle. Make sure you check us out Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Uh, check us out on YouTube. Check us out on Apple Podcasts, anywhere you stream. Make sure you uh, listen and subscribe uh, for this episode. It's Derek, it's Gabriel Sky, and we both are out. Thank you.